reignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International Adenta Branch, as he comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service filled with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Roadshow, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving word of God. Now listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. in the world and none of them is without signification none of them there are many many voices when you wake up in the morning there are many many voices from from the time you wake up to the time you sleep There are many, many voices that lead you. Some of the big voices that lead you are the voice of your mind, which is necessary. You are supposed to think. You are supposed to use your brain. So your mind speaks. When you want to go somewhere and there's a tree in front of you, your mind will tell you, don't go there. You are going to hit the tree. Turn left or turn right. That is what the mind does to us. The mind guides us as human beings on earth. But there is a voice that is more powerful than the voice of the mind. Amen. Because the mind is not always right. Hmm. Especially those who don't use their minds well. Some people don't use their minds. The mind is not always right. Even if you are educated, you have a PhD, you have a master's degree, you have passed WASI. You should not depend on your mind. Because you passed WASI, but you didn't get 100%. You did not get 100%. No. You have your master's degree, but you did not score 100% in the master's. And also don't forget that the master's degree or the wasi or your first degree you you have even if you have even if you had first class it was five questions you answered hmm. it was five they brought seven questions and you chose five there are many areas that questions were not set on oh yes if they had set questions in, in some some dark areas you'd have had 20% dangerous it just happened that the questions came into your line 
even that one you still didn't get 100 percent so the wise man says in proverbs chapter 3 verse number 4 it says 5 5 sorry it says trust in the lord with all thine heart and lean not lean not unto your own understanding your own understanding is your first class understanding your own understanding is the understanding you got when you answered only five questions there are many things you don't understand wow that is why this morning we are going to pray that the voice of the spirit jesus as of the spirit Let's look at something powerful about the spirit. Romans. Romans chapter 8 verse 26 likewise the spirit also helpeth our our what infirmities our weaknesses our infirmities our deficiencies the areas where we lack the spirit also helpeth our infirmities for we don't know what we should pray for as we ought but the spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered 27 and he that searcheth the hearts knows what is the mind of the spirit wow i'm just saying that don't live your life depending always depending on your mind your mind is limited your mind is limited even the things you remember so limited very true how your mind should work that's not how your mind works how you ought to understand things that's not how you understand i've encountered many people who have a unique gift of not understanding things it's a gift it's a gift i have been amazed at how certain people are just not able to understand what you are saying you will not believe it i mean those of you who went to school 
also even let, let's let's leave the world issues even classroom maths english french you, you won't believe that someone cannot understand maths like 3x plus 2 equals 18 find x so the plus 2 will go to that side and when it goes to the other side it is minus so 3x equals 18 even as i'm speaking as somebody is feeling dizzy you are feeling dizzy now but i'm continuing 3x is equal to 18 minus 2 3x is equal to 16 therefore x 3 will move from there as i say are you well do you understand what I'm saying? You understand what I'm saying? Because <laughs> the way you are looking into the skies. You won't believe that people don't understand. You see, our minds cannot take us to the place where we ought to go to. Your mind can't take you. But blessed are those who ride on the wings of the Spirit. Amen. This morning we are going to pray. A very important prayer. That's why it says, let's go back, back, back to Romans 8. Verse 14. For as many as are led by the Spirit, they, those are the people who are the sons of God. And are you aware that sons of God have a relationship with God? Beautiful. Let me show you something. Show me. Daniel. Danny boy. 11 Daniel. Verse 32. And such as do wickedly against the covenant shall he corrupt by flatteries. These are all big words. We will learn that later. That second part is what I want to show you. But the people, the people that do know they are God, that is the sons of God, the people that do know they are God, shall be strong and shall do exploits, shall do mighty things. Those who do know their God, they shall be strong. And they are called the sons of God. So when you are led by the Spirit, you are only set for exploits in life. Amen. Exploit. When you are led by the Spirit, where others are failing, you will be succeeding. Where others are running away from the place, you are there and you are prospering. Amen. I want us to rise to our feet as carpenters, students, wives, husbands, housewives, businessmen, businesswomen. 
whatever you are doing, we are praying this morning that the Holy Spirit will lead us. Amen. And the first prayer we are praying is that we will know the Holy Spirit. Amen. It's a simple prayer. Wow. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Show yourself to me. Show yourself to me. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Help me to know you more. 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 Help me to know you. Help me to know you. Come into my life. Come into my life. Then when he has come, then we can also pray that he will lead us. Yes. Luke eleven verse thirteen. Luke eleven if ye then being evil know how to give good gifts unto your children how much more shall your heavenly father give the holy spirit to them that ask him this morning as we ask for the holy spirit god will give him to us and when he comes and he leads you You'll be different from your first class friends. Amen. You'll be different from your neighbors in your area. Amen. You'll be different from your relatives at home. Amen. God is in a hurry to give you the Holy Spirit. Hey. If only you are ready to call on him and ask him. Lift up your two hands, everyone, and begin to cry to God. Begin to pray to God. The Holy Spirit, reveal yourself to me. 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 Make yourself real to me. Make yourself real to me. I want to know you more and more and more and more. I want to know you. I want to know you. You, Holy Spirit. I want to know you. I want to know you more. I want to know you more. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Lead me, Holy Spirit. I want to know you more. I want to know you more. Come into my life. Come into my heart. Come into my life. Come and commune with me, Holy Spirit. Come with me, Holy Spirit. I want to know you more. I want to know you more. Mama say, Labaya, lift your hands and surrender. Lift it in surrender to the Holy Spirit and say, Holy Spirit, want to know you more. Want to know you more. Want to know you more. Pray, pray, pray. Pray. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, come into my life. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Holy Spirit. It's your presence in my life that makes me the son of God, the child of God. As many as are led by the Spirit. Holy Spirit, lead me. Lead me, Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Lead me. Lead me. Samalandebea Kababaya Dabaya Lekasa Lekasa Alandekosimandelemosha Ramama Ranana Lanama Holy Spirit It's an important prayer Pray I want to know you I want to know you 
I want to know you, Holy Spirit. I want to know you. Mashibede porokopo rebedebe. I want to know you. Lamanemo nomo sahaliya. I want to know you. I want to know you. I want to know you. Holy Spirit, reveal yourself to me. Reveal yourself to me. Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, come into my heart. Come into my heart. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Come into my heart. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Come, Lord. Holy Spirit. I need you, Holy Spirit. Oh yes. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Hallelujah. I want you to sit down. I want to tell you something, then you stand up again, and then we will pray. Just one or two prayer topics, and then we'll pray. I want to show you the secret. To having the Holy Spirit. Show me one very big secret to having the Holy Spirit. John chapter 16. And you want to read verse number seven in your Bible. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is expedient that I go away. For if I go not, the comforter will not come to you. Jesus. But if I depart, I will send him to you. The Holy Spirit. Now we are going to stand up again to pray. How many of you need the Holy Spirit? You feel that you need him to guide you. To give you wisdom. To show you. Because your mind cannot take you everywhere. How many of you want the Holy Spirit? To come into your life. Right. That's the key. He said, It is very important that I go away. 
because if I do not go away oh by the way I forgot to tell you the comforter there is the Holy Spirit wow sorry the word that the comforter is the Holy Spirit thank you he said for if I go not away the comforter will not come to you this is the key but if I depart I will send him to you what's the key the key is that the Holy Spirit will never be found anywhere that Jesus has not been already wow if Jesus has not been at a place Holy Spirit will not be there. Wow. It is when Jesus has been there and he has left that the Holy Spirit can come and sit there. Beautiful. He said, if I don't go, you won't come. But if I depart, I will send him to you. So the people who experience the ministry of the Holy Spirit are those who have allowed Jesus to be there. Wow. Jesus Christ has been in their life. They have received him. Oh. If Jesus hasn't been there before, Holy Spirit will not come. He doesn't settle on dusty, evil places. No, no, no. Remember, the name is Holy Spirit. Holy. So, if you are not properly born again, you have not properly received so the degree of the Holy Spirit in your life is related to the degree to which Jesus influences your life Wow! because where he has been that the Holy Spirit can be there so you can't disobey Jesus and expect the Holy Spirit to come into your life he has to be at the place the Holy Ghost has to be at the place it's almost like if Jesus has not sat there he will not come if Jesus is not there it is when I go that he will come wow many times we explain this verse to me Jesus has to leave then he comes but the Holy Ghost always comes to the place where Jesus has already been. So if he has been in your heart, <laughs> if you have received him before, then the Holy Ghost is going to come into your life. Amen. If you have not received Jesus Christ before, or he is not strong in your life, if he's not a major person in your life, the Holy Spirit. So we are going to rise to our feet right now and rededicate our lives to Jesus Christ. Amen. Yes. Wow. There was a song we used to sing years ago. Come into my life. Come into my heart. Come into my heart. Lord Jesus. 
coming today. Coming to stay. Coming to my heart, Lord Jesus. Coming to my heart. Coming to my heart. Coming, stand to your feet. Lord Jesus. Coming today. Coming to stay. Coming to my heart. Lord Jesus. Lift your hands and sing. Coming to my heart. Coming to my heart. Coming to my heart. Lord Jesus. Coming today. Coming to Coming to my heart, Lord Jesus. Lift your hands and sing again. Coming to my heart. Coming to my heart. Coming to my heart, Lord Jesus. Coming today, coming to stay, coming to my heart, Lord Jesus. Coming, coming today, coming to stay, coming. To my heart, Lord Jesus. Lift your voice and begin to pray. Ask the Holy Ghost, come, come. Holy Ghost, Jesus, Jesus, I dedicate myself to you. I dedicate myself to you. Today, I commit myself to you. Jesus, come into my heart. I'm born again. Yes, but as I've lived my life, I've driven you away in many ways. Come into my life. Come and fill my heart. Come and fill my heart. Because where you are is where the Holy Spirit will be. Where you are is where the Holy Ghost will be. Where you are is where the Holy Ghost will be. Come into my heart. Come into my life. Yes, I'm born again. I gave my life to Christ. Ten years ago, I gave my life to Christ. Five years ago, but many things I have done have driven you away. Come into my heart. 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 Come 
Come and sing unto the Lord every hour I need oh bless me now my Savior I come to me me Wow, me, Jesus, I No tender voice. 
will never come to a place where Jesus has not been. It is where Jesus has already been that the Holy Ghost can come. He follows Jesus. Jesus enters a place then the Holy Ghost comes there. Oh yes. I need you. I need you, Holy Spirit. I need you, Holy Spirit. I need you, Holy Spirit. What a blessing. I need you. I need you. I need you, Holy Spirit. I need you, Holy Spirit. I need you, Holy Spirit. I need you. I need you, Jesus. I need you. My strength is small. My wisdom is small. My understanding doesn't work. I need you, Holy Spirit. Come. I need you, Holy Spirit. Come into my heart. I need you, Holy Spirit. I need you, Jesus. Samilondea. Holy Spirit. Fail. Fail me. Lead me. Pray as we close us. Power hour. Kadelebo Sanda. Shande Kato Sanda. Loka de Mosa. We need you. We need you. We need you. We are rich, but we need you. We are educated, but we need you. We need you. We need you. We need you, Holy Spirit. We need you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Ghost. I need you. I've got everything, but I need you. I need you. I need you. I need you. I lack nothing, but I need you. Thank you, Jesus, for this blessed privilege. Bless Lord. Bless Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Now, our final prayer.
as you are standing. Galatians 5 and verse 18. One of the big reasons why you need (laughs) to be led by the Holy Spirit. We are going to pray violent prayers this morning as our final prayer. Because he says, if ye be led of the Spirit, ye are not under the law. Can we have it in another translation? But when you are directed by the Spirit, you are not under obligation to the law of Moses. Yes. Another translation, please. Why don't you choose to be led by the Spirit and so escape the erratic compulsions of a law dominated existence. If you didn't do English literature, you won't understand this one. Some of you even right now, this is not math, but even this English, you don't understand this English. So your mind is very small. You need the Holy Spirit. But let me explain it to you. God bless you. Why don't you choose to be led by the Spirit so that you can escape the erratic compulsions? We can even put a full stop there before we go to the other English literature Mm -hmm. words. Compulsions. There are erratic compulsions. To compel means, you see, compulsions comes from the English, today is English literature. It's beautiful. March to English. English language. Compulsion comes from the word compel. And to compel means to force. Force. Like, I can hold this brother's neck. He came late, so he couldn't even dress properly, but it's okay. Yes, we'll discuss that later on. Hmm. You see, look at me. Okay, you know, sit down and look at something. Sit down so I can see well. You see, he, he's, he's free to move around, move his neck anywhere. He's free. Move, move around. Just, aha. Uh-huh. But right now, I'm forcing his neck down here. <laughs> so even if he wants to raise his head, he can't. <laughs> For... Do you want to raise your head? Yes, please. Okay, raise. Hey. Mean to me, mean to me. I Do you want to go to the right? Yes. You want to go to the right? Yes. Okay, go to the right. You are not free. Wow. It's a compulsion. 
there are things. Some of you, you see, it's another word for addictions. Addiction to betting and gambling. Like this World Cup, already your money is finished. Yes. And the next thing is that you are going to be stealing money. My bet. You can't control yourself. There are people who go to casinos and put diamonds worth a million dollars down. There are people in another room who um, check the value of diamonds in casinos. Another room, there's some, some goldsmith who checks gold. People actually take jewelry. $200,000. He must gamble. gamble. Compulsion. Some of you guys cannot turn away from a girl who is copper colored. And if the girl is copper colored, you can even forget your mother's name. My God. It is, it is, it is a demonic compulsion. Any girl who comes into your life, you must sleep with her. You cannot spend one night from like, 8 p.m. to 6 a.m. without watching pornography. Compulsion. It is a compulsion. You are compelled to look at pornography. You are compelled to smoke Indian hemp. You are compelled to drink. Reverend Michael was like that. He was always compelled to drink. He drank and drank and drank. I'm sure he was even drinking kerosene and this. I mean, anything that is hot, he will drink it. It's called the erratic compulsions. But how do these compulsions come? How do these addictions come? They come because we live in a law-dominated world. Preach. The world we live in is a law. We live by laws. What are some of these laws? When a woman is ovulating, the eggs are coming. Whether it's a cow, a cat, a dog, a goat, a bird... When the egg is coming, it's time to have sex. Because the egg must be met by a sperm. That's the law. So you realize that there's a time in the month you call your boyfriend. He, you call him to come, not that you go there. Yeah, it's a law. Wow. Not on the 3rd of August. Not 28th. But around the 14th. <laughs> yeah. Because the law is that now your body, you see, yeah, 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 yeah. You, you come. Yeah. Some of you have deleted phone numbers that you have gone to look for the numbers before. It's a law. It's a law. A strong law. 
that a boy likes a girl it's a law otherwise how will the world be filled human beings are not plucked from trees it's a law that when a boy sees a nice girl he must like her so much that he wants to sleep with her it is a law it's a law and some of you are following the law as if you were born to follow such a law. So any girl you like, you, you must obey the law. The law of sexual attraction. Disobedience. It's a law. There's a law called the law of greed. That anything you set your heart on you like, you will never be filled with it. So you see the people who have money are those who collect bribes. They're preaching. We live in a law dominated world. A law. A law. A law. A law. It's a law. That's why some of you guys, when you sit in the church and a lady comes, maybe she's not been into church too long. And she dresses in a certain way. Maybe her breasts are exposed and so on. When you see the breast, when she's sitting down like that, and, and she sits down, and you see the breast, hey! you move from where you are to come and sit behind her. Yeah. You will follow her to a house because you are obeying a law of attraction. It's a law. And the question is, why don't you choose, instead of being led by breasts, to be led by the Spirit? How many of you are ready to choose? Right here. So that you will escape. And I like the English. Say, the erratic compulsion. It's like, today you like this. Today, there are guys who can't marry today because any girl you see, you like. The, the, there are guys here who have proposed. Genuinely, he wants to marry. Not that he wants to sleep with girls. No. Genuinely. He's a real Christian. <laughs> he wants to settle down with Abna. So he sees Abna. He likes the hair. I like you. I'll marry you. Then when he goes to town, he sees Yaya. Yaya's nose. It's a sexy nose. Yeah, it, it's, it's erratic. So before you know it, he doesn't call her again. Now he's, he's with this one. He will be with her for six months. Then when he goes, then, then he meets Abigail with big buttocks. Big. Like three watermelons on one side. Do you know watermelon? Do you know watermelon? Do you know watermelon? Yeah, three on one side. <laughs> yeah, watermelon, watermelon. Then, oh, no, is it no? So, so even she calls you. You don't say, I will come. You know. Meanwhile, you are now with watermelon. You then you'll place. be with watermelon. It's, it's called erratic. It makes you like an animal. Then from the watermelon, you'll be in town for, you go for a board meeting, then you meet another girl, Susie, with Congolese breasts. Congolese breasts. That one is like, uh, um, what is this, this, this? Do you know Anemuna? Anemuna. <laughs> Anemuna. Some of you cannot marry. Yeah. Those who marry, 
they overcome the erratic compulsion because for a man everything is nice if it's ties it's nice if it's hair even we know that the, the hair is not for her but we still like it. We, we trust. You, we know that when we go home, she's going to remove it. But somehow, we can't process it. We can't them. help ourselves. <laughs> but today, the Holy Ghost, Jesus. when he, he comes, say, say, when you choose the Holy Ghost, I'm telling you, you will not be given to these erratic desires. You stay with God. There are people who have been with God, like Demas. He was with Jesus, a, a Paul. He just left. Why did he leave? He loved the world. He found the world nicer. Maybe the worldly music, worldly dressing, worldly clubbing, worldly smoking, worldly lifestyle. I don't know what it was, but somehow, by the time we knew it, Demas had left. Erratic. Erratic. It's like when you come to church, you find the church boring. So you are in church in the morning. Then in the evening, you are by a roadside, Jesse Sport roadside, with three girls. One man with three girls. Yeah, there's a, there are guys here like that. Hat trick. You do ah. Uh, then a time comes, you don't like church anymore. Preach. Then you have sex with the girls. Ah. Uh, after five years, you don't like girls again. You know, you not like boys. Look, we are like animals. Who turn to the nearest animal? Look at the nearest animal wearing a wig. The nearest animal wearing a suit. I don't believe it. Don't don't be deceived by the suit and the shoe and the hair and the ring. We are essential. Ah, but. Didn't you do science? Don't you have living things and non-living things? Yes. And living things are divided into what? Plants. Plants. Animals. Yeah, so if you're not a plant, you are what? An animal. Ask a friend, are you a plant or an animal? Please, maybe I don't know. Are you a plant? Are you a neem tree? You are teaching. <laughs> so, if you're not a plant, what are you? That, that, that green thing standing there, is it an animal? No. What is it? A plant. You are either a plant or an animal. So we are essentially animals. Whether you are married or you are not. Ah! The people who chase girls most are married men. Oh. It's a mission. If you are here and you like girls, uh, marrying a woman will not change your appetite. Rather, it will jack up the appetite. Hey. But blessed are those who are controlled by the Spirit. They are not giving to these erratic compulsions. Yeah. He is with his wife for 40 years. That's it. Not that he, he, he cannot mm. like girls. You see, that's the point. It's not that. Like, look, as I stand here, don't think that you like money more than I do or you, you understand money. Uh-huh. Yeah, as I become a full-time pastor, earning for 80 Ghana cities. Don't think that, like, because I don't understand money, that's why I'm a pastor. But you are into money. No, 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 no. No. You may even be a thief sitting here. I know money, but when the Holy Spirit leads you in a certain way, you behave as if certain things are, are... are not real, but they are real. They are real. 
I like money. If you like, give me 100,000 cities and see. I will chop it in front of you. One check, I will, I will write it off. Filly, I know money. But a spirit controlled man is not given to erratic desires. Wow. So when Jesus was in the wilderness, he was led by the spirit. So when he was there, he was hungry. And the devil said, change the stone to bread. He said, no, I, I don't just eat anyhow. There's a lady here. Since she was born, she has never skipped breakfast before. I hear around, is it 10 or 11? Ask the girl for me. I heard it yesterday. Was it 11 or so? If by 11 o'clock she has not eaten, she will feel dizzy. She will become almost like about to fall down. I'm not joking. She's here. And she knows herself. And she'll see her buttocks. Big buttocks. It's just food, banku, bread, egg, sausages. Everything. It's like she cannot overcome. It's like I'm hungry. There's food in the fridge, but I won't eat it. I'm rather going to the other room to go and pray. Some people cannot do that because it is the spirit in you that helps you to overcome the natural compulsions. Because all these are laws. What's the law? The law says in the morning, you have a clock. Say, it's time to eat. It's time to eat. Your body itself, the time. That's why our body has time to sleep. When you are at an all night and you are feeling sleepy, it's normal. Because that's the time you are supposed to sleep. So sitting at the all night and having... It's normal. But when you are spiritual... Your eyes are able to stay shining open because you are interested in what is going on. Hmm. It's a law dominant. Nobody should be able to fast. To stay away from food? No. It's not normal. It's not normal. You were made to eat in the morning. You were made to eat in the afternoon. You were made to eat in the evening. That is how your life is. But those who have chosen to be led by the Spirit are able to stay without food, without breakfast, without lunch, without supper for 24 hours. Praying, waiting on God. Stand to your feet right now. We are going to choose by prayer. By prayer. Some of you cannot control yourself. Smart and you must quarrel. You must quarrel. Control. There are girls. I, I personally know a few girls who have suffered needless pain because when they see a man who has money, they can't control themselves. Even if he's a fool, she will marry the man. She will marry the man. Then when the marriage has now started, they she realize that ah, I've been a fool. What problem is this? We are going to pray against. Erratic compulsions. Amen. Erratic. I like a tall girl. Then tomorrow I like a short one. Then the next day I like a girl who has. When I see a girl who has cut her hair, then something is doing me. I mean, I can't stand a girl who, has, especially when the girl has child sakura. That one, honestly, I won't go home. 
I'll be with her for 10 years. What is wrong with you? Erratic compulsions. You are like an animal. You choose here, you go here, you like this, the next day you are, some of you, even your church attendance is erratic. You, you attend church the way a goat attends church. You are preaching. A goat attends church. Preach. Because you yourself, you are a goat. A goat has no time that, a, a goat doesn't know seven o'clock, doesn't know Sunday, doesn't know Wednesday. Whenever, maybe if there's green grass around, then it comes here. Next week you will see the goat. Once a while, it will come inside here. Are you a goat? It is a law-dominated world we are living in. But those who are led by the Spirit are not under the law. Those who are led by the Spirit are not... Put it back again. Uh, 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 Those who are led by the Spirit are not under the law. Those who are spiritual are not under the law. The men who are spiritual are not under the law that makes, there's a law imposed on you by your testicles. Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, it produces chemicals that makes you like anything that has breasts and Nice smooth face. So, so you see, man, he's married though, but he has a girl here at Ayukuma, another girl in Dodoa, one in Tema, one in London. I mean, it's because that is how it's supposed to be. Mm. Wow. Have you ever seen a goat with one wife? A male goat with one wife? It's not possible. But you can't live like a goat. That's why we humans. Can, 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 can benefit from the Holy Spirit. I'm going to count three. We are going to clap our hands and pray and bind any demon, any law that wants to make our lives erratic. Today you are in action. Tomorrow you are in lighthouse. The next day you are in central. You cannot stay in one place. Wherever the wind blows is where you go. One, two, Three.
controls you. Rise, rise above the law. They that wait upon the law, they saw, they fly above natural laws. Above natural laws. Those who wait on the law, they are not dominated by natural laws. I don't know if you understand what you are praying about. I cannot hear your hand clap. Clap your hands and pray. Bind. Bind the demons. Families have lost. Mm. And many of you, if you don't take me serious, you will not escape it. What are some of the laws in our families? Depending on the family, the law is different. There is the Osei family law. There is the Nyakon family law. There is the Ogo one. The Osei Tutu one, the Prempe one, the Opokuware one, the Jogbenuku one, mm. the Ekblewogbe one, ta, 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 ta. Yeah. the Ibrahim one. Hey. What are these laws? Depending on your family. There are some families where the law is that you cannot live abroad for more than four years. 
So when you finish your PhD and you have your, you get a position to lecture in Canada, the law is that no matter where you are, you will come home. So three years, eight months, you begin to have mental problems. Wow. By the fourth year, you've gone mad in Canada. In Canada. You must come home. Or you won't come home. You have to come home. By force. But because the law. And, and when, you, when you look at it, you realize that there is no man, there's no uncle, your fa- there's nobody you know who has lived abroad and prospered. In fact, some of them, it's not four years. Once you start to prosper, they must bring you home. Homecoming. Oh, homecoming. So you see that you were a professor in Canada, but now you are in a room, a dark room. But they bring you breakfast and lunch, and some of them you don't even eat. Because you are staring the sky like that. Huh. And then there is the Jogbenuku law. That one, it says that if you are a woman in this family, you cannot marry and have a wedding. You will only have children without a wedding. So you realize that in that family, there is no woman who has had a wedding. They are living with men. They have children. It's a law. But when you choose to be led by the Spirit, that nonsense cannot guide you. That's why God brings us to church. Then there's another one. Pego law. Not family law. That one, you, no woman in the family has children with one man. Oh. No. Really? No. Uh, it's Lester here. Lester. Sorry, Pastor Lester. Give him the microphone. You were saying that you knew uh, you know a woman, or was it on TV? I know the person. You know the person. Yes. She has got how many children? Please come. Are, are you are you lying or you are speaking the truth? Daddy, I'm in church. I won't lie. You won't lie in church. It's only outside church. I don't lie. <laughs> <laughs> how many children does this woman have? She has nine children. She has nine yes, ch- yes. children. Nine children. So ten will be Bedu. And she will get a sheep. The nine children, if you put them together, how many fathers do the nine children have? Nine fathers. I'm getting angry. I said, I'm getting angry. But when I heard his story, I thought, till I read in the news, a woman with 13 children, 13 fathers. You can Google it. And when you go into the family, you realize that there is no woman, even the one with two children, has two fathers. Even there are some women who have got three children with five fathers. Don't ask me how. (laughs) But these are laws that are in the family. 
Let me go on. There are some laws also. Based on the blood that runs through your body, the law will say that around 35, if you are a woman in this family, there should be cancer in this breast. You so you see, mother, auntie, mother's breast is cut, auntie's breast, the, 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 the daughters, the, the big one who is 40 years has one breast cut. So the others who are 28, they are always checking their breast because there is a law. There are some of you, you know it. That's, there are some laws in your family which state that if you are a boy, firstborn or second, one of them, first or second, you must be mad. There is madness. The law of, some of you are here, like, you, in your family, there is madness. It's a law. But when you choose to be led by the Spirit of God, if I start to tell you about my family, you, you, you will remove your clothes and run away from here. It's like a wilderness. It is like a, literally like a wilderness. You cannot prosper too long. You will come home. You will come home. But when you choose to live a spiritual life, you will be in the family. Like the, like the people of Israel when they were in Egypt. There was darkness everywhere. But in Goshen, there was light. You will enjoy light in the midst of darkness. You will enjoy prosperity in the midst of poverty and depravity. Begin to clap your hands and
please listen on. I waited patiently for the Lord. And he inclined unto me and heard my cry. This morning, some of you have been waiting for your testimonies. Some of you have been waiting for your breakthroughs. The Lord sent me here this morning to tell you that your waiting time is over. And that this morning, listen, this morning, he's going to deliver your testimony. Receive it now. But that's not the greatest part. Follow verse 2. He brought me up also. God is doing something extra in your life this morning. I said God is doing something extra in your life this morning. Something you did not ask for. God is doing it for you this morning. If only you can believe it. Out of an horrible pit. Out of the merry clay. And set my feet upon a rock. And established my goings. Someone is being established. Your business is being established. Your marriage is being established. Your ministry is being established. Receive it now. Verse 3. And he had put a new song in my mouth. (laughs) You see, this is the part where you get to where it's just celebration. I see you celebrating something in your life. I said, I see you celebrating something in your life. Even praise unto our God. Shall, many shall see it and fear and trust in the Lord. Hallelujah. Verse 4. Blessed is the man that maketh the Lord his trust. How many of you believe God this morning? How many of you believe God this morning? Do you believe God to do the seemingly impossible? Do you be, I can't hear your yes. I said, do you believe God to do the seemingly impossible? It's like you don't trust God. That's why you are, shy, you are silent. It's like you don't trust God. That's why you are sitting down. I'm telling you this morning. He's saying that put your trust. Make him your trust. So how many believers are here with me? How many believers are here with me? How many believers are here with me? And respected not the proud, nor as turn aside to lies. Verse 5. This is it. This is it. Many, O Lord, my God, are thy wonderful works. Today and this morning, you are living with multiple blessings. I said you are living with multiple blessings. You are living with multiple blessings. Not one, not two. I'm talking about multiples, multiples, multiples. Somebody receive it now. Which thou hast done. And thy thoughts, which are to ask what you see. When God thinks about you, when God has you on his mind, it's a different story altogether. This morning, if you have faith to believe, your faith is connecting you to the mind of God. I said, your faith is connecting you to the mind of God. I don't feel like I'm in a church with believers. I said, your faith is connecting you to the mind of God. God has you on his mind this morning. If only you can believe it, receive it. They cannot be reckoned up in order unto thee. If I would declare and speak of them, they are more than can be numbered. Hallelujah. That's why I told you that the testimonies that you are leaving this place with this morning, they are going to be more than you can number. God is doing something amazing in your life. I said, God is doing something amazing in your life. You are going to leave here this morning and you will not be able to stop sharing your testimonies. You have so much to say. You have so much to say that we can't shut you up. Because when you finish one testimony, another one will follow. When you finish one testimony, another one will follow. Somebody receive it. Are you prepared now? Are you prepared now? Beautiful. I have two powerful testimonies today. Put your hands together for the Lord.
I'm going to read the first one. Hallelujah. It says, I am a driver. I work with an oven bus. Only recently, my bus center leader engaged me to be picking up another bus center which needed a constant bus driver. Last Sunday, I planned to drop off the members of this bus center at church and then do some work in town. <laughs> with the intention to return when church had closed or pick and pick them up. You see this kind of mind. We have just prayed about it all. Erratic compulsions. You, you, you are not stable. You can't, you can't understand. As we are here having church, you are trying to be wiser than God. You want to come and drop the people and then go and do your business and come back. Somebody be delivered from such confusion. So, so this is what he says. Somehow I stayed for the service. May something keep you in church. When we took off from the new Oyibi Cathedral after church, I suddenly noticed my brakes were not working. Say, yeah. I managed to branch off the road and use lower gears to come to a stop. May something slow you down. I said, may a hand slow you down. May the hand of God stop you before you go and crash. May the hand of God stop you before you encounter the accident. Receive your deliverance. Thereafter, I drove slowly and dropped off the members of the bus center and then took the bus to the workshop. Said so my thoughts were, what if I was in town when the brakes failed? What if I was in town when the brakes failed? You will not have to ask yourself what if. I said you will not have to ask yourself what if because you will be where God has planted you to be. No, nothing, listen. You don't understand the testimony. There are things that are always trying to get us out of church. As we are seated here right now, right now, there are some of you who wish you could carry your bags and go. You may not believe it all until you have experienced it. I've been that way before. When I'm in church, I'm never comfortable. I I can't wait for them to say, Amen, we share the grace, and then I just carry myself and leave. But something is going to keep you in church. Hallelujah. I said something is going to keep you in church because whatever is looking for you outside the church is not going to find you because he that dwelleth in the secret place of the most high shall abide under the shadow of the almighty and I see you abiding in the name of Jesus so he said what if I was in town when my brakes failed I want to thank God for my life and I believe I would have, it would have been a different story if I had left church that day. Put your hands together for the Lord. There's enough power in this room to keep your life. If only you can abide in the presence. Abide and believe the power of God that is present here to save. Put your hands together for the Lord again. Now to bring us our second testimony, kindly help me welcome our brother Albert to bring us a powerful testimony. Put your hands together for Albert as he comes. Put your hands together. Keep clapping, keep clapping. Keep clapping, keep clapping. Tell your neighbor next week you'll be, you'll be the one sharing the testimony. Hallelujah. Albert, how are you? Thank you. Beautiful. So what's, what is your testimony? 
Um, my testimony is about how I got healed just by being in church. You got healed yes. just, just by, by being, being in, in church. church. Just by being here. And also working. And working. Yes. You, you tell us, tell us. Okay, so I've been living with asthma as long as I can remember. And those of you who know of um, asthma, it's a disease that prevents you from doing a lot of things. Like um, you can't you can't laugh so much. <clears throat> you can't even get angry because it might trigger an attack. There are also some foods you can't eat and some strong smells like perfumes and deodorants and stuff. puts you off. Yeah, so, I mean, life was very difficult for me. I couldn't do a lot of things. But I joined the church approximately two years ago. Two years? Yeah, two years. And when I came here, I was hearing numerous testimonies about people getting healed. And I also believe that God will heal me. As I am over here. So, um, I took part in activities, especially communion, and I believed God that um, I'll be healed. And um, one day, I was having a chat with my Basenta leader, and she asked me what food I had eaten. <laughs> and I told her the food that I had eaten. What was the food? <laughs> Do you want to know? Tell, tell us. Banku and Okru. Banku yes, and Okru. And Okru. Yes. And then what happened? And it occurred to me that this was the same food that when I ate during some years back, um, it always triggered an attack. Always. Yes, always triggered no, wait, an wait. attack. Let's be sure. Is it that sometimes the attack comes when you eat Banku? Or every single not, time you eat not banku per se, but like okro. Yeah. The okro. Yeah, the okro. So when you take in the okro, by all means. By all means. For in, sure. In like five minutes or ten minutes time, then it just triggers an attack. And then what happens to you? And I visit the hospital quite a lot. Hey. And I also use countless inhalers. I mean, one time I just packed all of them together, and the ones that I has I, I, I had used, the empty containers. And it was quite a lot. Quite a lot. So I used to visit the hospital very frequently. And even the medicine that they administer to me, at times I was even allergic to that medicine, the drip. Hey. So look, 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 look. You will not be making trips that you don't have to make. To and fro from the hospital, you will not make it. You will not make expenses that you don't have to make. God is delivering you and he's saving you from making foolish expenses. Receive it now. That's why some of you can't see your money. Don't you think that if he was saving all the money he was using to buy inhalers, he will have more money in his pocket today. But you don't understand. Even going to the hospital is annoying. I said God is taking you away from the hospital. Somebody is receiving your healing right now. So tell us. How did it end? So when I realized this, I also said to myself, ah, I was here like two years ago. Two and years. during that two years that I've been here, I've not really encountered any attack. I've not been to any hospital. So. I don't understand why you are still seated. I don't understand why you are still seated. 
but somebody today as you stand to your feet and give god the glory you are receiving your healing you are receiving your deliverance someone at home who is connected to you is receiving your healing right now receive it now i said receive it now receive it now so it occurred to me i'd already received my healing when i stepped there and i would like to encourage everyone here to be committed to the church because this place is charged there's wow. power here there's power here yeah there's power here there's power here keep so, clapping for the lord i would say we shouldn't be reluctant to come here at all because this is this is the best place to be this is the best place to be thank you wow somebody if you agree with him that this is the best place to be i want to see you standing to your feet and i want to see you giving the lord a shout if you believe that this is the best place to be in if you believe that this is the best place to be in that there's no place like church there's no place like this church then give the lord a shout of praise hallelujah i want to wish all the fathers a very happy father's day Had charge to keep I had.
your hands again. Let's bow our heads and pray. Father, we thank you for the blessing of being in your house today. What a beautiful time. What a privilege. What a blessing. We ask, Lord, that your voice will make a difference to our lives. Let a voice, let a word guide us on our paths. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may please be seated. I'm continuing with the series titled go somewhere preach somewhere tell your neighbor go somewhere preach somewhere tell another person go somewhere preach somewhere 
turn your Bibles, please, to the book of Matthew, chapter number 28. Verse 18. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. A Christian has responsibilities. There is a responsibility that goes with every life. Anything you enjoy, there are responsibilities. When you work at a place, you don't only receive a salary. In fact, the salary you receive is based on the responsibilities you carry out. You work and then you receive your responsibilities. You receive your salary. Everywhere, if you are a student in a school, You have a responsibility to study, to obey school rules. It's a responsibility. If you marry, you are a man, a husband of a wife with four children. You have a responsibility. A wife has responsibilities. But as I have lived, as I have been to school, secondary school, primary school, as I look back, I realize that there are some people who want the benefits that comes from something without the responsibilities. They want to enjoy the privileges, the blessings, the benefits, but do not want to fulfill their obligations. So you go to school, you see students, they'll go to school with pocket money, they'll have food in their chop boxes, trunks, wherever. He wants the joy of being free from the house. Where your mother will not call you to send you. Where you'll be on your own. You can mix and mingle with friends. You have got money in your pocket. You can spend it anyhow. It's a type of blessing. You've got food in your chop box. Sardines, tuna, 
gare, seto, milk, sugar, you know. So, so it's a life. I mean, to be there, you are a 15-year-old boy in secondary school or 18-year-old in secondary school, whatever your age is, and you have got money, 400 cities. You have a fridge. There are drinks in the fridge. You've got Gary in your chop box. You've got rice as a rice cooker. Every weekend, your mother brings you beef stew, pork stew, tilapia stew. <laughs> Is it not nice? It's very nice. But there are students who like that life, but don't understand that there are responsibilities to study, to learn. To pass your exams. So you see people who want to enjoy what they can get from being in school. But don't want to do what they must do to be in the school. You see it everywhere. When you go to town, there are people who work. But, I mean, there are women who work in certain places, I don't want to mention, by 5 p.m., when they have finished working and they are going home, they look more beautiful than the morning when they were entering the office because the entire day is spent touching up and making up and checking the hair and doing this. So by 5 p.m., she is more glorious and the work that she was employed to do that work has not been done whatever she's done that day the people she worked for had to pay her something for her to do what she did for them you see it everywhere you see husbands who will marry I will not give chop money. <laughs> Say responsibility. Yeah. Will not pay the children's school fees. There's nothing I'm saying that is like I'm because I'm preaching, I'm I'm coming up with stories. No. He's married. A wife came to me with her husband. She complained to me first. Then I asked her to bring her husband. So the husband came. But unfortunately, when they came, I was in a hurry to go for another meeting, which was unexpected. But I had called them to come. Say responsibilities. So the husband was there and the wife was there in the office. And the wife was telling me, so I said, please tell me what is the problem. I said, oh, this is my husband. He's a contractor, like building, not a big, big building. He, he, he builds like a mason, but he gets jobs. He builds, you know, plastering contracts, block work contracts, and so on. He, he works. He works. But we married for four years. I don't know where his money is. I paid the light bill, the rent, 
the children's school fees, feeding. It's all on me. I am a teacher. But I've had to also add some selling of things to add. This is the bishop. This is the man sitting here. If what I'm saying is not true, let him answer. Why is the man? But you see, I was in a hurry to go somewhere. So I asked the man, that, is it true? He said, it's true. Then I asked, so what do you do with your money? That he was sitting down, smiling. But if I wasn't going anywhere, I would have spent time with them to go into the issues. But because I was going for an important meeting, I gave the wife one advice. I told her, I said, this is your husband. I said, from today, imagine that he's dead. The man sat up. I said, you are a useless man. I said, imagine that. I said, do you know any woman whose husband has died? She said, oh yes. I said, add yourself to that woman that your husband has died. Then in the night, a ghost comes to have sex with you once a while. (laughs) The man couldn't believe it. He couldn't believe it. Then he said, oh, okay, bishop, I'll change. I said, well, until you change. You see, I told him, you cannot force, you can't change a human being. So once a while, we have to imagine that people don't exist. If you are able to delete people from your head that way, you will, your blood pressure will come down. So you see, in the night, he wants to hold his wife. He wants to do this. But in the morning, he doesn't want to do what he has to do for the night to be nice. And there are wives like that also. Wives. Especially those who have got who have weddings. Because when a woman has a wedding, a wedded wife, her dreams have come true. What are her dreams? The ring. She wants to wear, like if she's in town, she has the ring. The engagement one and the, uh, the other one is the wedding one. The engagement one has got diamonds in it. Or louver blades that they have cut. Yeah. When a woman is wearing a wedding ring, she, 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 feels, she, she walks like that. So the first dream has come true. The other dream is the pictures for Facebook. She has the pictures for Facebook and Instagram. You see that they are sitting like that. They are looking into each other's eyes. Ebenezer wet Mary. Then the one where they were kissing, you may kiss the bride. Mm. She has the pictures. She has the ring. Then she also has three children. 
when she gets the children, she shuts down. So the man is in the house. There's no food. But when she's out of the house with the husband, she's in a hurry to give the husband a drink. Oh, honey, do you want a drink? Do you want this? Do you want this? But inside the house, it's a boy's dormitory. The man is always looking for bananas, lifting... (laughs) To be a wife, you have responsibilities. One of the responsibilities of a wife is to bath in the night. Is to bath. You people are making me preach a message. You see, I'm talking about it's not right. What I'm doing is not right. You are forcing me to say things that I don't like what I'm doing. Tell the nearest wife that do you know that bathing is a responsibility? You see that she has dressed and she's moving. And many husbands, what they get, what they see outside in the house is different. Yeah. You see her with nice shoes, beautiful skirts, nice blouse, nice dress. But in the house, she wears camp t shirt. <laughs> Old camp t shirt. Be strong in the Lord. <laughs> Three years camp. But outside, she has bought nice shoes. Yes. So inside, where the, I'm talking about responsibilities. You are learning. Learn it. Learn it. What the man sees outside is not what he gets inside. All the shopping is for the dressing to go outside. So you see that the hair is nice and flowing. What do you see? Like an angel with nice... When she gets home, she removes the wig. When she removes the wig, you see that she has woven the hair like a mosquito coil. <laughs> mosquito coil. The head is like a granite. Have you seen granite? The hair. But outside, when we are going outside, then I'm preaching. Learn it all for every privilege. The privilege to put your pictures on Facebook, to wear a ring, there are responsibilities. And most of the time, when you don't carry out your responsibilities, a lot of things get destroyed. You never experience the best you can experience in that area. If you look at verse 18, you see something right there. 
28 18 you see when he came what did he say all power all power all the power of god is connected to evangelism all power is given to me so go all the power is the next verse so that's it all, go to 18 again 18 all power is given all, heaven all power is given to me the next verse the next verse go go but some people want the power without going the power to get a visa the power to get a pregnancy to get a husband the power to get a wife the power to get a job but they don't want to carry out the responsibilities that are connected to the privileges but in this church every member will go somewhere Another responsibility, even to be in a church like this. One of your responsibilities as a church member, if you, are, if you belong, and we are going to um, correct our data and get proper data on each member. And so one of the big responsibilities you have in a church is to pay your tithes. It's a tithe. Yeah. Malachi 3, is it not there? Yes. Bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse that there might be that there may be meat and then prove me in your job, in your marriage your business prove me if i will not open the windows of heaven but you will come and stand and say open the floodgates in abundance and and cause your rain to fall on me open the floodgates in abundance yes way and cause your rain to fall on me open the floodgates and ready Paul in abundance and it's true when you walk with God you should expect the opening of the floodgates it's there pouring I will not open and pour what's your life like without heaven's windows pouring you can live your life on a salary not only is the salary not enough but there are some things even the money cannot buy. So whichever way you look at it, it's not intelligent of you to depend only on a salary. You need something called the windows of heaven, the floodgates. Open! Pour it, Lord! And when we come to church, 
These are the things we expect. But what you fail to realize that there is something before the floodgates. So from now on, if you are here and you don't pay tithes, that is when you earn a salary. A salary. You take a tenth of it. You bring it to God's house. If in a month, a month like last month came to pass, you didn't come to the front with a tithe. Hey. Verse 11 is what? Verse 11. I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes. If you don't, if you, if you were not here last month to, with your tithe, it means that the devourer has got you. Yes, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm not joking. Something will devour your marriage up. Will devour your business. Will dip, it, it is here. I'm, I'm not, I'm not even preaching. This is the scriptures, and I will, and I will. It is linked to the tithing. Verse twelve. And all nations are called you blessed. Verse nine. Verse eight. Will a man rob God? Ask your neighbor. What the man is saying, does it concern you? Are you guilty of the things the man is saying? Will a man rob God? Yet you have robbed me. Ah. And you say, how have I robbed God? Ask your neighbor, how? How? Then the answer is in the tithes and the offerings. Two things that make you a valid member of the church. Your tithes and your offerings. Don't sit here. Don't come here if you are not prepared to pay tithes. Don't go to a restaurant if you're not prepared to pay VAT and pay the money for the food. I'm telling you, because if you, are, if you sit in a church without paying tithes, there is a curse. Next verse, verse 9. You are cursed. This is not a pastor cursing you or your enemy cursing you. Or a fetish priest cursing you. God himself is cursing you. You are cursed. Because you are cursed with a curse. Because you have robbed me. I'm talking about responsibilities. Don't think that we are here to have fun. We are here to escape. The 
evils that are arranged to destroy our lives. Don't take, this is not a fanfare. This is not fanfest. Don't joke. I'm talking about the responsibilities of a student, of a wife, of a husband, and of a church member. Everybody sitting here should pay tithes. Otherwise, you are cursed. I'm telling you. This is a, it's not, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you. Nothing you do will work. You cannot come and sit here, listen to the word of God, enjoy prayer, look at the building you are in, and all the things, and you will not commit your, 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 your life's income to what you are enjoying. That's how the Jews are blessed. They pay tithes. I'm going to start the series very soon when I finish with this. Don't always think of privileges only. Every privilege. A girl got married a few weeks ago. Beautiful wedding. I saw it myself. When she finished the wedding, after the wedding, I met them. And I asked the wife a straight question. Are you ready to have sex? Sex. She said, ah! Ah! Obinyane obayo. Obinyane no. Wada. Wada che. She, she used her three fingers like this. It's like it's not on her mind, and she's not the only girl. Many of you here are like that. Many of you are like Wawa boards and Odum trees at home. Wawa board and Odum tree. Yeah, I'm not joking. I suppose, so it's like it's like. She likes the pictures, the flowers, the white dress, and the champagne, and the wedding, and the signature. You should see her, the smile as she was signing. But the responsibility that goes with the signing. Ah! And you realize that from day one, the wedding, I saw the wedding. The marriage from day one has begun to spoil. But you won't believe it till it has spoiled. Ah! It's like it's not on her mind. I'll say it again. This church, this particular church, the OEB cathedral which is going to be 10,000 members very soon listen listen. your name must be in the record books as paying tithes every month 
from your income from money they dash you if your name is not in our record books and you come to church here you are cursed i'm speaking english nothing you do will work unless you leave this church and go to a church where they don't pay tithes here we pay tithes do we pay tight? Because we need God's blessings. We need the floodgates to open. You can't come and use your poverty to disturb us. You wait and see. It will happen. Different cases. Your job will spoil. Some sickness. Some money. You can't find the money. You don't know what you do with your money. Because you don't respect the principle of responsibilities before privileges why will you go and work that they will pay you before you start working but let's come back another responsibility you have as a Christian is to go is to go that one, there's no case. I, I've not read. If, if, there, if I find a scripture, I will share with you. But I've not found any verse that talks about you are cursed. I know that one for tithes. But this one, what I know is that if you don't go, something will make you go. Today, I am on point number six. And I'm preaching from chapter 2. The missionaries. From this book. Tell them. Tell them. By our pastor and our prophet. Bishop Dagwood Mills. Tell them. And. Number 6. He says in chapter 2. Something very important. And something very powerful. He said. He said. The cloud of ignorance and spiritual backwardness has shifted to the western nations of the world. The cloud of ignorance and spiritual backwardness has shifted to the western nations of the world. And the sixth point is we must be burdened by the spiritual darkness around us. The spiritual darkness where there is ignorance and people don't know God. It must concern you. It was of great concern to Jesus. So he said, go, teach, baptize. Jesus was concerned about the spiritual darkness. You must be, you must be concerned that you have a sister at home who doesn't go to church. She may have money, she may be beautiful, but she is in darkness. 
Turn your Bibles to Luke. Sorry, Philippians chapter 2, verse 15. That ye may be blameless. And harmless the sons of God without rebuke in the middle, in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation. Crooked and perverse nation among whom ye Shine as lights. You are expected to shine as lights. And notice the light is plural, not just one light. Lights. Ideally, everybody sitting here. Should be a light. It's not only the pastors or the basenta leaders. If you don't shine your light, you are not blameless. You will be blamed. You will not be innocent. You will be guilty if you don't shine your light. And in the beginning, when God created Adam and Eve and made the garden, he made the heavens and the earth, Bible says that he made two types of lights. The greater light and the lesser light. So all the lights in the world are not the same. You know, there's a moon, there's a sun, and there are stars. And even the stars, they differ in sizes. All lights are not the same. He made two great lights. The greater light to rule the day. And the lesser light. But it's a light. There are people... Who preach to thousands of people and get hundreds saved? That's a great light. But not everybody will have the chance to stand on a stage and preach and say, Come to Jesus. And hundreds are coming. Not everybody is like that. Some people, they need to talk to only one person because your light is a small light. But even if it is small, you must shine it. You must shine it. Philippians 2.15 Blameless. Why should you go somewhere? Because you need, you must be burdened. When there is darkness, when you have a friend who doesn't know Jesus, it must be a burden. It must, it must be like you are carrying three cement bags full of cement. 
when you have a friend who is not born again, it must concern you. It must disturb you. It must be a burden. Otherwise, you will be to blame. Somebody will die, but his blood will be required from you. That's why he says, so that you will be blameless and harmless. Harmless means that you are not evil. We will come there, one of the points. It is wickedness to be silent. If you keep quiet, ask anybody, are you quiet? When was the last time? Ask the person, when was the last time you spoke to somebody about Christ? You shared the gospel with someone. When was the last time? Have you ever shared the gospel with somebody? Have you preached? You talk to somebody, your friend in your area, somebody about Jesus, and you bring the person to church. When was the last time you talked to somebody about Jesus? Ask, the, ask, ask your neighbor. Ask, when was the last time? And if the person, look, if he can't t- tell you the last time, it means he is wicked. And I will explain when we come to the point. I will explain it properly. With a vision somebody had. Among whom the only way to be blameless and harmless is to shine as lights. There is darkness. Look, don't take it for granted. God actually sees you as guilty. You may be going to heaven, but you are guilty. You are guilty. That's why I began. You thought I didn't know what I was preaching about. I'm, I'm talking about the. Look, it's a great privilege to be in church. That's how some of us have become what we are. The family some of us come from. We shouldn't be wearing suit. I should be. I should be on drugs. When I was 13 years old, I was smoking. 13. Think of your 13 year old niece. 13. 14, 15. I was, I, I could drink a bottle of vodka and collapse. 13. Thirteen. I was following some boys in Takrade. We start like from like 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. By 5 a.m., we have gone to about five nightclubs, smoking. So when I was 16 years old, my wife introduced me to Jesus Christ. She was a little girl in a school, and she spoke to me about Christ. I had never heard it before. Church, never gone to church. Church, what is church? I'm not supposed to be here. But look at me wearing a tie and a suit and I'm preaching in the church to a crowd. It's a blessing. It's a privilege. 
but 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 listen don't clap don't clap every privilege has a responsibility some of you girls sitting here it's a choir the singing in the choir the church the retreats the out which has kept you here by this time some of you are actually even you even look like a prostitute you look like one And some of you have been prostitutes before you came here. Some of you by this time should have HIV. I was talking to a wife. I saw her somewhere. I don't know where she's sitting now. She told me, if it was not for church and the little things we are doing around, he said, I will be mad. A married woman said, I will be mad. The kind of issues I have. It's only the church and the things I do that keep me. She will be, and I believe her. Marriage, mar- go to the mental hospital. Go to, uh, not, well, Pantan, I, I don't know what Pantan, well, but I was trained at the Accra Mental Hospital. There's a place for women. And there's a place for men. When you go to the men's side, the male side, most of the cases are drugs. Indian hemp. We, they are mad. Drugs, most of them. A few stress issues and so on. But when you come to the woman, hardly will you find Indian hemp. All of them, marriage, relationship, broken heart, a man, a dress. You sit down, she, 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 she will show pictures. She will have pictures of her wedding. It's not, it's not a joke. She, when she mentions the man's name, Kwame Yao, then she starts crying. Nobody has spoken to her. But I said, oh, why are you here? I want to, what, like, I was a student. Medical student. So I have to talk to the mental patient, get her story, and, ask, and be able to help with the diagnosis. So I ask, oh, what, why are you here? Why, 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 oh, Kwame Paul. Ah! Oh, and one day we can go. When you go there, you see the women there, they look like you. Your type is there. Your type is there. Even how you made your mouth. Like that. That's how they are. <laughs> Look, I'm everybody, every, no, I'm telling you, I spent about a year. Every woman I see sitting here, I, I saw your type there. I saw educated women. I saw uneducated women. I, so when you sit in church, and because of church, you are not at the mental hospital, it's a privilege. But you cannot be here and not fulfill your responsibility. That's the English language I'm speaking this morning. You can't do that. You can't. A curse will come upon you. Is that Bernice? Stand up. Where did you get your husband? Is that your baby, boy? Hold the baby. I'm not joking. I'm, I, I'm not joking. Today, I'm not joking. Where did you beat your husband? Church bishop. Don't you work in the bank? Did you meet your husband in the bank? Where did you meet your husband? My husband is my soul. It's true. Oh, then you, you, you so, oh, I see. You're witness to him and he came to church. Yes, please. Me too. My wife witnessed to me and I came to church. 
I didn't know that there was a story like this. My husband is my soul. That is her convert who came to church as she was following up, following up, and you got established. Then the guy also began to follow her up. You follow me, I follow you. Yeah. You work in the bank. You are a very educated woman. Did you get a husband from the bank? Is it not a blessing and a privilege that you are in church, you are holding a baby, you have a husband? That is a privilege. But you must understand that it goes with something. It goes with something. Otherwise, you are wicked. Anybody you see who likes privileges and doesn't want to be responsible is wicked. That's why I said, so that you'll be, you'll be blended and harmless. Some of you, you are, you are very harmful like a snake. You cannot be quiet. You can't. You can't. Even if you are the quiet type, you have an obligation to speak to somebody. You can't. Otherwise, a curse comes on you. Can you go to a restaurant and eat and wake up? up? You you are going. That's what I'm telling you. No, I'm saying to you that those of you, some of you sitting here, a bus has brought you here. All these things, it's your privileges. When I got born again 34 years ago through my wife, there was nothing like a bus taking me to church. I would walk from my house, walk to the roadside and take a car from wherever I was to take on the market cycle. And market cycle, I would walk to GSTS. Walk. Walking. No bus. You are a member of the church, you will not pay tithes. You are a member of the church, you will not witness, you will not bring a soul. I'm saying that, listen to me, if, if some pastor hasn't told you, I'm telling you that you cannot sit in church unconcerned. A curse will fall on you. A curse will fall on you. A curse will consume you, consume the stones in your house, consume the roofing sheets, consume the wood. You joke with what I'm saying. Nonsense. We don't just come to church. We don't just come to church. This is called the storehouse. The Bible, God. Look, keep reading. I could get, I could, I could line up scriptures to you. You cannot just sit somewhere. You can't come to church, enjoy a service here, and you don't give an offering and you don't pay tithes. You cannot. You cannot. Something will happen to you. That ye may be blameless and harmless. The sons of God, a son of God should be blameless and harmless without rebuke. You see how I'm preaching strongly? That some people it doesn't affect them. Nothing I'm saying concerns them because they pay tithes, they win souls. They, they, are, they, they are the ones saying preach on. You who don't pay tithes, that's why you are quiet. You can't speak. It's like you are thinking about something. You are not thinking about anything.
there are blessings here. We have been in this church. We have built houses. We have cars. We've got jobs. Didn't you hear the testimony? Didn't you hear the testimony that the brother spoke? It was from the church. Something you eat and you can die. But there's a power of God that comes upon you and you eat, you are not dead. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a blessing. But that brother cannot be here without paying tithes and without winning souls. You cannot! Among whom you shine as lights. Today I send you out. Go and shine. Let somebody feel your light. Let somebody feel that you are born again. Let somebody feel that there's a scripture in you. Let someone feel that you have been to church before. Let someone feel that you read your Bible. Let someone feel that you know God. Number seven. Number seven. The church. You see, Bishop says that spiritual death in this book, he said spiritual death has placed its icy hands on the churches of Europe. Churches of Europe. You should travel. When you go to Europe, don't, don't do a lot of your journeys. Or, uh, make some journeys by train. Switzerland, France, Germany, and so on. By train, you pass through the real country. The roads there, you don't see anything. Train. And one thing you can never miss as you go on a train from France to Switzerland, Germany, is you see church buildings hidden in the mountains. Churches, 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 churches. Today, the churches, some have been sold. Some of them have become mosques. Some have been used as accommodation. My wife has a friend. Where she's, her flat is where the altar is. The altar area has been divided into toilets, bathroom, bedroom. And the whole church, outside, it looks like a church because you are not allowed. There's something, I think, some heritage, something national heritage. So, so there are some buildings you can't destroy. You can't like, you break it down. No. So it exists as a church. But when you enter, it's a nightclub. It's a nightclub. You can't touch anything. When you buy it, you use it inside for anything, but you cannot destroy it. It is, it is part of the, of the, of the, of the, of the, of the, architecture of the city, the, the, the landscape. You can't break down the buildings by heart. So you see it's a church, but inside it's flats. You see it's a church, but inside it's a mosque. You hear a place where they used to sing hymns. Now thank we all our God. Today, when you go, Allah Akbar. I'm joking. Go to France. Nightclubs 
jamming in nightclubs. The building is a ch- was a former church building. May this building not become a nightclub one day. I'm reading. Church buildings that seated hundreds of ardent worshippers every Sunday today receive less than 15 old men and women. Many churches meet every other week. Instead of every, like, like after today's service, we are coming again next two weeks. Next week there's no service in Europe. And of course there's nowhere you see a crowd like this in Europe. Nowhere. No, no, unless a prince is having a wedding. But Sunday church service, 16 old women with whatever. And some of them, they come there because of heating. Heating. The heat, because they can't pay for the heating in the house. So they must come and get warm. The weather is cold. So in their house, they can't pay for the heating. You need to heat the house. You pay money to heat it. To heat it. Not eat. Heat. Uh, you are a guy, so you don't understand heating. I'm not saying eat. To make the room hot. So you see, old men and old men, they, with, with their sticks and their water, they dress like they go and sit in the church. 16 of them in a huge Gothic cathedral. Then they will announce. Our next church service will be next three weeks. Next three weeks. Sometimes once a month. So, point number seven, I will end with this. The church must send or it will end. (laughs) If we don't send We will end. Pastors like me must send church members to go and preach the gospel and bring the souls in. Otherwise, the church will end. There are churches like it's a big church like this. But when you enter, let's say if the stage, this stage was here, and we are all sitting from here to the back. If you enter the church, they have used a black cloth to divide the church. So you, you, you don't see the space behind here. A black cloth. And then there are chairs. So when you enter, it's a small hall. There are churches where they use ropes. To tie, like if this is the pew, there's a rope from here to here. So nobody can come and sit here. All of us, there's 28 of us will sit here. Why? Because nobody is going out. (laughs) And if the church ends, your life ends. I'll say it again. You may have money. You may have gold. A man's life does not consist in the abundance of things which he possesses. 
a man's life doesn't consist of the cars in your house, the houses you have, the money. A man's life consists of something better than cars and houses. If the church ends, let me start again. The church must send. Send the choir. Pastor, Reverend Michael, Pastor Hickins, send your members, send, and you yourself, go. Otherwise, it will end. Let me start again. I'm ending now. The church must send or it will end. Let's say one go, the church must send or it will end. You are good. Clap for yourself. Very good. Very good. We'll take it again. One go, the church must send or it will end. That is, it will finish again. The church must send or it will end. Preach. Write it down and project it. The church, let's read one go. The church must send or it will end. Again, the church must send or it will end. And I am adding that if the church ends, your life ends. Again, if the church ends, my, no, your, your life. If the church ends, my life ends. If the church ends, you will have cars. Oh, yes. You don't need church. Oh, oh no, no, no. Please, let, let me tell you. You don't need to be in church to buy cars. But the rich people in town, they don't go to church. You don't need church to own a house. You don't need to be in church to prosper. You can prosper without church. You can prosper without... You can buy cars without church. People in town who own cars, they don't go to church. We are not here. You, you don't need to be here. If you are here with the mind that you are here to prosper, then you are in the wrong place. You don't need to be here to prosper. Your friends who don't go to church, they have got more money than you. You don't need to be here to get a job. People who are at CEOs, they don't go to church. At all. <laughs> but your prosperity is not your life. Reach. The job is not your life. Your life doesn't consist in the abundance of degrees or money. There is a life. The only life that is life is the abundant life you get through Jesus Christ. And the church must exist for Jesus to be preached. If the church ends... You will have money. But you will fall in love with your daughter. 
if the church ends, if the church ends, there's going to be the first day royal wedding. You've got royal weddings. Prince Charles had a wedding, Prince Diana, Prince Harry, royal weddings, many of them. The first gay royal wedding is going to come up soon. Some cousins of Prince Charles. A 55 year old, I think it's a count or an L. I mean, this is a big, they are like a lord. They are royals. 55 years old, married. He has divorced his wife. And he's marrying a 56 year old man. Royal. So, you, you, you hear it? The first royal, gay royal wedding. But it's, it, it's not even bizarre. It's not as bizarre as the West is yet to come. You know, when we marry, somebody gives the woman out. Like, I'm the man, I'm waiting, my wife is coming. A man, like her father, the girl's father, if her father is dead, her uncle, or somebody gives her away. Not so. Have you seen it before? Yeah. Uh, the, the gives her away to come. The wedding that is going to ha- happen, the gay wedding, the person who is giving the man away to be married to the royal is the man's wife. The, the woman that he has divorced is the one who is going to bring, who will give away. It's like some animals in the forest. Jenny, do you understand the message I'm preaching? Do you understand me? Like, you are my wife. Okay. Then, I have divorced. Yes, you are my wife, so I've divorced you. You are not married anymore. And I've, I'm going to marry my friend. So, man to man. Okay, so, so, so go. Go to the back. So, I've, I've left you. He's the one I marry now. A man is marrying another man. Now, the person who will give this man away for me to marry him is wife. You, you, you cannot understand. Or being enemy on Amada. So it's like some dogs in a kennel. It's like some but see, I'm saying that your life is not made up of money. Your life is made up of Jesus Christ in you who helps you to live like a human being with dignity. So if the church ends, your life has ended. You don't even know what is in the head of this woman. But it exists. It's going to happen. I'm just telling you, it's in the news. I don't know when. You will have money. But every weekend, you will drive your car to a place in the eastern region to have sex with dogs. The church, eh? this is where our lives 
have been made a little beautiful, a little normal. That we too can say, oh, I have a wife, my children are here, this is my house, I'm going to work, I'm a pastor. It's a church. Without the church, your life has ended. All of us, what are living things? Plants and animals. Again, and what are the two types of living things? Plants and is there a third type? No, either a plant or animal, or you're not alive. So you and I are not different from the dogs. Without Jesus, you are a dog. Without Jesus, you are a cow. God bless you too. Without Jesus, you are a cat. What makes you human is Jesus Christ in you, the hope of glory, the hope of beauty, the the hope that your life will be nice is Christ in you, not a PhD in you. Stupid. Not money in your account. I read recently a woman has got, has given birth to a baby with her son. She says she doesn't know, but she just loves her son. She, they just her son also loves her. I'm not joking. Look, we are animals. Also. When you see me in a tie and suit like this, it's only Jesus Christ of Nazareth and the Holy Spirit. That can make you live a life that is above goats and cows and dogs. That is why it is in your interest, the interest of your children, the interest of your cousins, that the church exists. And the church exists when we send people out and make the church grow. If we don't send, the church will end. And if the church ends, your life has ended. Stand to your feet. And I say unto you that you are Peter. Matthew 16, 18. I say you are Peter. And upon this rock I will build my church. And the gates of hell. Everybody say the gates of hell. The gates of hell shall not prevail. The word, the, the word prevail suggests a battle. A contest. A struggle. You prevail, you struggle, you fight. And look at the address. The address is the gates of hell. That is, the fight must be taken to the gates of hell. We shouldn't sit in church for the fight to be brought to the gates of the church. We must take the fight out there to the gates of hell of hell. It is there that they will not prevail. If they meet us here, it's over for us. That's why we go. Every soul you send takes the battle to the enemy's Every soul you send takes the battle because 
you see, your victory, Jesus Christ. You, you know, lions can eat elephants. But they can only eat elephants. No movement. They can only eat elephants during the night. Do you know why? During the day, during the day, elephants can see clearly. And elephants are stronger than lions. Hey! (laughs) A zebra can kick a lion in the jaw. The jaw can dislocate. It can't eat again till it dies. But in the night, there's something we call the balance of power. The balance of power, you see, during the day, the elephant is big and strong. But in the night, the balance of power shifts to the lions because the elephants can't see. They can't see well. I've watched a documentary. Lions ate an elephant live as it was moving, they were eating it. As it was moving, they had climbed and they were already eating in the night. But during the day, don't you can't try. So every battle, every anyone fighting a battle has got where he will win. You don't fight anywhere. You got it now. There is a place if you fight, you will lose. That's why when we were children. And we're going to fight. Before the fight, we'll be insulting ourselves and be moving. As we are moving, we are trying to bring the fight to the house. Because our big brother is there. Because if we fight in the street, he will beat us. So as we are nonsense, you throw a stone and you run. If you like, come. If you like, come. If you like, come. If you like, come. Once I'm here, I'll beat you. Finish up. Because I've got backup here. Ladies and gentlemen, the battle for the believer is in town. We only come and pray here, but we must take the battle to the gates of the enemy. If they come to our gates, you will survive. If the enemy comes to our gates, you will see me officiating a wedding between Reverend Michael and Pastor Ekins. There are many churches. I'm not talking about a cartoon or a fairy tale. There are churches today. Even this royals gave it's going to be done in a church. In the Anglican Church. Anglican Church. The Church of England. By a priest. There are churches. If we wait for the battle to come to the church. In the church, you will have your wife and you will sleep openly with four other girls. We cannot afford to let the battle come to our gate. If it comes, we cannot win here. The place where they will not prevail is the gates of hell. There, the hell that is outside there. The fire that is consuming families and lives and destinies and souls. That's why you must say that. So if you are a Basenta leader, 
send your members out. Pastors, chapel ministers, send. Send them. Otherwise, the battle, if you don't go there, they will come here. That's when you will be in church. We are having a church and you see girls who have dressed and the dress is like here. Her bottom, when she bends a little, you see the, the, the red panties are showing. You see that the breasts are pouring out. Because now there is no room. It's like the church is not different from the world. You see people who dress what they would have worn to a nightclub. They will bring it to church because the world has come. But let me take it higher. If you don't go, the battle will come to you. So we'll be here. Some will be winning. And some members of this church will divorce their wives to marry men. Because as they were here, they were not interested in... He said, all power is given to me. Go. So it is in going that the power is released. The power not to like a man's enos. You need power not to desire the enos of this man. Why? Where toilet is. Of all the places in life, you, the only place you like is where the toilet is. But it will happen. What I'm saying is that if you don't go, the battle will come to you. We will be here. Some will have victory. 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 But you, because you didn't go, you are married, but you are having sex with your best man, your husband's best man. In fact, your second child was with the best man, not your husband. Because for you, you refused to take the battle to the gate. You sat here while others were going. You sat here till the battle came to you. And if the battle comes to you, mommy, you cannot win. You can't win. Lift your hands and ask for mercy. Mercy to go. Mercy, Lord. Pray. Don't, don't, don't be in the church and sing. Singing will not save you. Rosta, Rosta. It has never saved ah, But Michael Jackson, Whitney Houston, all these people, they were in church. They were singing in church. Teddy Pendergrass. What are you talking about? You joke with God's wisdom. He says, Go! 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 Power is given to me. Go! Because the type of power you have, you can't win the battle when it comes to your gates. Lift your hands and say, Lord, I'll be a soul winner. I will be a soul winner. Everybody, lift your hands and pray. 
and commit your life to a life of soul winning. Soul winning. I'll be a soul winner. 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 Yes. Sasasala. Ria Chagabalagaba. I'll be a soul winner. Lift your hands. And say, say to God, Lord, I'll win souls. Lord, I'll win souls. 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 I will 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 go. I will go. I will go. I will not sit in my house for the battle to come to me. I will go. Open your mouth now and pray. Open your mouth and pray. Sanioba, 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 Malido, Primilola, Mande Bisto, Limalon de Mandele Bagosi Teribabo. Oh, Jesus, help me. Rakatoko Jegebebe Ramana Manu Ribiata Radadaka Rie Deberebede Kikoshu you will be surprised that a church has finished a church which existed does not exist anymore and that is when your life ends pray Please bow your heads and close your eyes. Somebody is about to take a decision that pleases God. Wherever you are today, I don't know who came with you and how you came here. If you are here today and you are not born again, that's fine. But you can change it by surrendering your life to Jesus Christ. And I can pray with you and lead you to Christ where your life will be changed. As every head is bowed and every eye is closed. I want to say, Pastor, pray for me. I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. I want to be born again. If you are here like that, you want to be born again. Every eye closed. Just lift your hand. I want to pray for you. Yes. Lift it high. Lift your hand high. I see your hand. Perfect. Perfect. You have, by raising your hand, silenced the devil in your life. So by raising your hand, every plan he had for you will fail. Amen. Because his plans come to pass because of the absence of Christ. As soon as you introduce Christ into your life, you confuse him. Ah. Lift your hand. You want to be born again today? You want to give your life to Christ today?
Kaledo Sata. If your hand is up, wherever you are, if your hand is up, come to me here. Come, take your back, your Bible, and come to me. Come, come. Yes. Turn and face me. Turn and face me. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. There is someone who should come and join them. I don't know who you are. Yes. Come. Come and join them. Come. Come and join them. Come and join them. Come Come this way. lift your hands lift your two hands and say this prayer after me say heavenly father heavenly father i'm sorry for my sins i'm sorry for my sins i have walked away from you i have walked away from you i've lived my own life i have lived my own life i'm very sorry i am very sorry please have mercy on me please have mercy on me and wash my sins. I believe that the blood of Jesus can wash my sins and give me a brand new start. Oh God, today I surrender to you. Please receive me and make me your child. I want to live for you. I want to live for you. I want to serve you. I want to serve you. I want to obey you. I want to obey you. I want to do your will. I want to do your will. Thank you, Jesus, for my salvation. Say, I am born again. I am born again. I'm not going back. Close your eyes and say, I am not going back. I am not going back. I will not go back to sin. I will not go back to sin. I am a child of God. I am a child of God. This is my church. This is my church. I will stay here. I will stay here. I will serve God here. I will serve God here. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. For my salvation. For my salvation. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We believe that you have been truly blessed. You can send a mail to Bishop Edwin Ogo at bishopedwinogo at gmail.com. Introduce this podcast to a friend, keep listening, and keep living passionately for God.